Yeah, it's your boy Ray Ray on the mic. Let's go. Mic check, mic check. Welcome to On the Mic with Ray White, where we share life lessons, encourage self-reflection, and equip you to take action. My name is Ray White, and I am juiced that you're taking time to listen to this episode today. And y'all already know, because I say it every time, man, it's another fire interview for you. My main man, Juan Harvey, a.k.a. Big Harvey, a.k.a. Mr. 5000, hops onto the podcast. And I'm just hyped, man, because this brother comes on and just drops a lot of wisdom, a lot of gems, a lot of positivity that I feel is very important for us to grasp onto as we continue to take on this journey of life. And I, I just appreciate Juan's presence, how he often is finding ways to speak into others and their lives to help build them up from their pit to prosperity. And he's just continuing to push out that positivity in everything that he does for him, for his legacy, for those that he's around. So I will be sure to drop his content in the in the show notes so you can get in touch with that and tap into what he's putting out there. And I'm just fired up for this interview, y'all, because this, this, this dude got me hyped. And man, some of the one liners he pushes, man, it's just it's, it's not only is funny, but it's 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 laughs you know what i'm saying like it's it's laughs and it has some truth behind it too that makes you ponder and think what can i do you feel me that's my own little spiel let me yeah. anyway let's go ahead and dive into this episode titled feed your positivity featuring juan harvey hey man you know what i used to do a whole elaborate introductions and I'm be like, nah, bump it, man. I just want to jump right into this because I think this conversation is going to be fire right off the bat. Uh, man, Juan Harvey, Big Juan, Mr. 5000. I'm happy that you're on the podcast, man. What, what you, what's going on, bro? How you doing, man? Man, I appreciate you having me on. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I can't complain. The only thing that has changed but the date, you know what I'm saying? So just, you know, going towards good energy, good vibes surrounding myself with good people and just going down an unbeaten path you know how we you know how we do man gotta go on the unbeaten path to get to places we ain't never seen before so i love it hey man so for the listeners out there what what drew me to to Juan and his work is the fact that every time he shows up on social media he's positive as you just heard briefly of him mentioning you mean positive vibes he provides that opportunity to share just hey you know even when life is tough and life is rough, there's still opportunities and ways to persevere and work through it. And and what I'm excited to hear from Juan today is just the fact that he not only is just talking about it, he actually is doing it and has lived it and is continuing to live it and wants to share that with other people around as well. So, man, I'm I'm just already, man, you just drop gems. And I know how you drop gems. You you don't you don't write nothing down. None of this is scripted. It's all off the top of the dome and, and just yeah. what you feel in the moment, you know? So um, I'm excited just to have, like I told you off off camera, I'm like, yo, I, I can just take a step back and let you just go. And this could be your show. I mean, this is your show. <laughs> I want you to, to provide some knowledge to the, to the folks, man. But uh, yeah, man, I, I want to hear, I mean, the motivation is a key driver for you. You want to see people succeed. You want to, pe- you want to help people transition from their, from the pit to prosperity and, and make that transition. Where did that, why, why is that desire? Like, where did that desire come from? Um, I mean, to be honest with you, man, just, just keeping in a book, like ever since I've been a kid, I've always had this, uh, I guess this sixth sense on how to bring people out of dark places. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I truly feel like, you know, I saw was blessed, you know what I mean? Just to be able to, give back the energy that's needed to to the world man because you know we live in a cold place sometimes sometimes you got to bring heat back to it to bring the sunshine you know what i mean um i mean the biggest thing for me is i had a i still have but had an aunt in the flesh uh long live ain't you you know what i'm saying she she had this aura about her man that no matter what happened in your life or your day or whatever was going on when you got around her like you had no choice but to be happy or positive, you know what I mean? And 
that's just something that I really looked up to just because it wasn't all about monetary value. It was like she really made people feel rich when they was around her. So the conversations that I would have with her and just how she was willing to give herself to me to help me feel better about myself. You know what I mean? I wanted to do the same thing for other people. Uh, when she passed back in 2017, you know, it kind of, it took a hard turn just because she was a person I went to for a lot of advice. Um, she was there from the beginning when I first started 5,000, the brand, you know what I mean? Uh, for y'all don't, don't know, 5,000 is a way of life. The mantra is feed your positivity and starve your negativity, man. Um, she, she's really the driving force behind it. And of course, having to find a way to not go crazy under these Oregon gray skies, you know, six to nine months out of the year. So it just helped me keep my mind right, man. So. Wow. That's wild. Yeah, man. I, w- I would love to hear, well, it's awesome that you give an honor to your aunt and the fact that how she helped foster this mentality, this mindset for you to progress forward and, and, and for your own life. And it's amazing. We, to have people in our lives, to acknowledge people in our lives that are instilling that perspective into us is phenomenal, man. So it's dope that that she is that still continues to be that for you in your life, even in her passing. Rest in peace. Definitely. As you, oh man, I want to get to the five thousand brand because I, I feel like that that's a dope that's a dope trajectory that you're on. But being in Oregon, you're not originally from here, right? No. Yeah, tell, tell me where you're originally from and how did you transition from that place to this place? Um, born and raised in Amarillo, Texas, uh, 806 for my West Texas folks, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm, I'm a Southern boy, you know, born and raised, you hear it in my draw, you see it in my mannerisms and everything I do and love. Life out there is um, very diverse, you know, but very plain at the same time, a lot of flat land, a lot of the same things. You go from the cities back to the country where it's the cows and the barns and all of that. And you go to major cities like Dallas, Houston, Austin, stuff like that. And, you know, it was uh, the best of both worlds, but just kind of the, the place and the path that I took in my younger years, I, uh, you know, I ventured off and kind of did the black boy thing, went in the streets and wanted to see what it was about. You know what I mean? And it's a reason they make sidewalks. You feel me? I wasn't made for the streets and I had to choose a different path so I could break the generational curses that came above my family. You know what I'm saying? Just, just show them something different, take the same gift that we got and put it into a different avenue. Uh, I really, I really just took a leap of faith. I didn't, I didn't think that it'd be something that lasts as long as it has, you know what I mean? Uh, just wanted a new life, a fresh start. And now I can, I can look back and tell my baby, like, you know, if it's something that you really want to do or something that you really want to change about your life, I mean, it don't take nothing but to take the first jump. I mean, faith come under your wings after you start flying, you'll make it to the other side. You just can't look down and that's where most people fall. So that's that's been my transition from Texas to here. I mean, I go back once a year, um, mm-hmm. try to get it twice, you know what I mean? Because ain't nothing like that dirt in your, in your lungs, man, and that's old pool, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that's that's where I come from, man. That's why uh the things I do and say sound a lot different from folks out here. Yeah. I talk to people and they look at me and they like, oh yeah, you ain't from around these parts. I'm like, nah, not at all, man. And then I tell them my name and they trip out. And they look at me like, for real, that's your name? Are you like black and best? And I'm like, nah, I'm just I'm a black dude named Warren from Texas, I guess. I don't know what you want me to say. So Hey man. Nah, I I, I love it. I love it. And I'm so of all the places, why Oregon though? Because yeah, why Oregon of all the places? I'm sure you had other opportunities elsewhere, but why did you choose this particular state? Um, you know, shout out to shout out to wifey that's been down for for a decade, you know what I'm saying? She held me down when it seemed like the world turned it back on me. And ironically enough, you know she had a best friend that stayed in my hometown. You know what I mean? That kind of mutual connection happened. You know, God made things happen for certain reasons that put you in different places, elevate. So it's <laughs> a leap I took, bro. Like, I mean, yeah. I saw it like this, man. I was like, well, I could try this, see what happens. Maybe it don't work out. And I go back to doing what I'm doing. 
or I stay on the same trajectory what I'm doing right now, fall into the line of things that I'm used to seeing in my surroundings, end up in a box or a cage. So <clears throat> I chose the first one rather than the latter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like you stated, that's a leap of faith, man. I mean, um, both of them, well, there is a lot of relatively unknown of what you could have stuck with if you were to stay at home in that lifestyle. But even then, that's there's you know, uncertainty there of just whatever happens in that life. But then just saying, hey, I want something better for myself. You know, I know we talk quite a bit about legacy and moving forward and, and, and creating a better, you said it yourself, the generation, breaking generational curses and you having to take that step to do that is a bold move. It's a good step. It's a great step. Um, not knowing what the outcome could potentially be. So yeah. uh, that's, yeah. that's, I'm, good. that's that's a real life thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, they say the bigger the risk, the bigger reward, man. Like, I feel like when you step outside your box in your comfort zone, like, you ain't got nobody to depend on but yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you're away from the family, you ain't by the nest, you ain't got homie or partner B or your sister or somebody to call to be like, man, I'm really down and bad. Like, you got to stand up on all 10 toes and make it shape. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's the biggest thing I've learned is like, no matter what, man, I can make it wherever I go. All I need is my mind and my soul and everything else to fall in place. So we'll be good. I love it. I love it. So then a transition happened, you made it, you're here, you're out, you're in Oregon. And I, I imagine that you're maintaining that same perspective of, yo, I just got to keep taking that next step. I just got to keep, you know, believing, trusting the faith. You believe in your skill sets and strength. No, not at all. That's not how I have it. Because, <laughs> you know, you know, as much as we, uh, you know, we put the good energy out there. We put the vibes out there. We put the gems and the information for people to attach and hold on to and give them something to believe in. We got to show them there's an upside to the dark side. Bro. Like mm -hmm. The things that you go through, the scars that you endure, and I'm not talking about the physical ones you see, but the ones when you look in somebody's eyes, you can see the scars and the pain they went through, man. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that are the determining factors that, allow you to be able to give yourself that extra fuel when you when you're on your knees at the two yard line man you just need two more yards to make it but feel like everything else is gone you got to remember them times because those are the things that get you over and help you level up so that's why i answer that you know so so firmly man just because i remember days i remember days sitting up on myself crying man like down and out and lost a job here you know what was gonna happen man then i ended up finding i'm about to have a baby I'm like, man, my life's gonna change. You know, I, I can't do the things that the people before me did. And it was just like so much, so much negative energy was going into that. But once I realized, okay, this is an opportunity. Hmm. Instead of instead of using that negative energy, let's flip that and then see how that double back. And every time I did that, man, every time I put myself in a mindset of taking this negative thought or energy. And flipping it to a positive, I always doubled back and I always went 10 steps ahead. But every time I thought about it being negative, bro, I either sat there or I went backwards and it felt like my life was digressing. You know what I'm saying? So, Wow. Wow. I appreciate the realness and the fact that like not, it, it wasn't just like a continual progression towards positive positivity, right? Like there always is an obstacle. Um, and that's what we face in life, right? There's always some type of challenge that we are going to experience and in that, you have a choice to stay yeah. in that, right? Or to find a way to still have that positive mentality and double back and say, okay, with this mindset in mind, how do I continue to progress and 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 then see the fruit that comes out of that, right? Yeah. What were give me, you know, I know there's quite a few scars that we all have do we all bear, right? <laughs> there's a lot that we bear and a lot that we share. Um, sometimes we want to share it, sometimes we don't. But what was one that was significant to you where you you truly put that mindset to the test? Um, I push religion on nobody. Let me let me state that first off, right? Okay. I don't I don't want people to feel like they gotta follow um, certain beliefs that people have just because that's where your faith lies. Um, again, I'm, I'm a Southern dude, man. Like I grew up with Southern Christians, you know, heavy. 
So it was all about, you know, faith, prayer, and making sure that you, you know, staying in tune with yourself to be at one with God, man. Um, it came a point in time, man, where I would look at myself in the mirror and I didn't know who was looking back. Mm. It just felt like I was there, but I didn't exist. It, I was just taking up space, you know what I'm saying? And days, weeks, months, it just felt like blurs. Um, nothing really had meaning no more, man. Until I, I remember sitting on my front porch, just staring up to the sky, man. I swear, just let not bawling, you know what I mean? But literally just letting, letting me finally forgive myself for the things that I endured, you know what I'm saying? And that, that takes, that takes a lot of strength to be able to tell yourself, like, look, you're wrong for what you're doing to yourself, man. You wrong for allowing yourself to be shortstop. You wrong for letting yourself be in the same spot. And then want to complain to the whole world about why life is not going the way you want it to. But then when you get behind closed doors, you ain't doing nothing to change it. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's something I deal with to this day. <laughs> Still to this day, man. Like I'm in the middle of 50 days of 5,000 right now. Life got real. And I caught myself going back on that path. But one thing I will never do, and I don't care whatever the time frame is between the the information or the gems I drop, I will never force advice or gems or motivation to people when it's not genuine for myself. Mm. Because I will be playing, I will be doing myself a, a disservice for the brand that I stand on. And then the people that I'm giving the information to, yeah, it sounds good, but it got bad energy behind it. You feel me? Mm. So... <laughs> I would never do that to people that truly take the information that I give them and, and, you know, use it as a building block to change their life, man. So that's what I would say. My deepest far as man was just dealing with learning to accept that even though you're not going in every day, mm-hmm. that is cool to still love yourself and it's cool to still want to do better. You know what I mean? It's cool to go through the ups and downs of life because if you don't go through that, you'll never get your soul rich. You'll never accomplish the goal that you want and you'll always be bitter and then you'll lay in your deathbed wanting, and I wish I could have did this or something. It's, it's, a, it's a marathon, man. Like Nipsey said it best, bro. This is a marathon for real. Man. It don't stop until you take your last breath and they put you six feet under. So. Yeah. Why is it so difficult for us to love ourselves? Do you, do you feel like it's a, that's a common theme? Oh, I think it's a common theme, but I want to hear your perspective on why is there such a, a an issue for us to ha- take that step to say, you know, I love myself. You know, like Kendrick said, you know, I love myself. What 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 is the issue behind that? What do you think? I believe <laughs> it's crazy that we use the internet to for progress our society too. I feel like it's the detriment to us though, man, because we sit here and we see these images and these videos and these status quos of different men or women. So say, you know, say we looking at a dude like Michael B. Jordan or Denzel Washington, Tom Cruise, you know what I'm saying? Whoever that may be, man. Oh yeah. Women tripping over there and they tell me, oh my God, I wish I had me and Denzel. Look, they look at John Michael B. Jordan. He's so kind. Okay. It's cool. Like, you kind of shake it off. You're like, yeah, whatever, but you're still with me. <laughs> Vice versa. Same thing with men, though. Men say, dang, Kim K. Fine, uh, Vanessa Bryant Fine, uh, whoever else is fine, right? And women brush it off. But the way that our minds work, that plants a seed, man. And it almost puts you in the mindset of being like, well, damn, if I don't look like A, B, and C, then who gonna love me? Like, why do I need to put this effort into myself if this is what they love, right? And people don't realize it's, it's, it's a general statement. I mean, you can be infatuated with somebody by seeing them, man. But the true love comes from the way a person make you feel the way a person can help you heal, you know what I'm saying? The way a person help you move. And that's the biggest thing is people don't see that. People always see the physical, what you can tangibly touch, see, feel, taste, hear. Yeah. But nothing that make your soul vibrate, man. That's why it's hard to love yourself, man, because all you see is the imperfection. Like, you're not seeing that being imperfect is perfect. Like, 
just because I got flat ears on my face, man. Like, somebody might not like flat ears, you know what I mean? But I like them. I think they dope. You know, they go with my big head, man. So I love myself for that. You know what I mean? Right. And that's the that's the confidence you got to step with. Like, what's the girl name that's saying? Uh, uh, what's her name, man? Uh, the heavy set, uh, dark skinned girl that's saying, "Bum bum 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 buddy," whatever that song is called. I can't think. Uh, what the song is called. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, now I'm blanking on a term. All right, but you you know who I'm talking about though, right? I'm talking about. I'm about to look it up. Short, Shorty love herself, man. And everybody think that it's all about a cold butter shaped woman. Shorty a BBW, and she thinks she's the baddest thing on earth. That's real self love. Like when you treat yourself like, excuse my language, when you treat yourself like you the shit, then that's how people are gonna perceive you. You know what I'm saying? They go based off your energy. That's what makes it hard. People don't know how to build that energy into them because either A, they feel it's too hard or B, that nobody will ever notice the work they put in. Right, right. Bro, so there's two things that you said with that 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 really that really stuck out with me. And it's the fact that, yes, the comparison game that we play with the world around us is key, is major. And within that, like we're comparing ourselves based upon the images that we see before us on the internet and then even hearing the voices of those around us who are admiring those that we are also seeing. And we're like, dang, we don't measure up because if they like them, then I need to be like that too. And that, you know, say from a physical perspective, from even the skill set perspective, personality, the way that we carry ourselves, just those types of things are, uh, are a lot of times I recognize that I hinder, I, could, I see that for myself because yeah, man, Michael B. Jordan, like, bro, when he was like the Creed, like when he was the Creed, Killmonger, all that, man, I'm like, man, okay, I need to, I need to do some push ups. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I can't be you start looking at yourself like, dang, like, dog. Man, come on, man. Let me, let me, you know, flex a little quick one time. But no, but like, but I can see that, that that definitely is a detriment. And if we don't have uh, the awareness to, you know, either notice that, okay, you know, like you said, your per- imperfections, are what is what makes you you and that we need to love that and we need to cherish those things and and also know that while it is i mean it's okay to appreciate what we see around us but not let that be our like the standard what we have to move towards and live up to because then we will never you know we will never feel completely whole within ourselves and so taking a step and say all right like like you said, you you love your flat ears. You know, I love my crooked toes. You know, like these yeah. things, imperfections. Like we love them because that's what makes us us. And now the goal then is to say, okay, how do we use this and package this to uh, help create environments and and create spaces where people feel love, where people feel connected, um, and they feel like they belong. And then the second so, thing, I don't know what. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go no, ahead. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna, I was gonna no. research what homegirl's name was, but I can't find it real quick because I I can, I'm blinking. What were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? Um, I feel like it almost need to be like a like a social media rehab center or something, man. Like an internet rehab center, bro. Because the same way that we see, you know, addicts on drugs and alcohol and substances, man. Folks are strung out on the internet and the likes and the comments and the thrill that they get from seeing the next viral video. Like it, it's sad to say, but like I see kids now where they just glued to the screen, like we're back in the day. If we had all this free time that they had, oh, I was gonna be over there, uh, <laughs> my boy Reese's house and my brother Julian house. Uh, my partner Dominique House or something. We outside on bikes trying to go to the park, the store, whatever, and live life. You know what I'm saying? Really get out there and explore. Mm-hmm. And by I mean the internet made everything so accessible. You don't even have to step outside no more, man. It's at the tip of your fingers. You can, okay, I want to see an oak tree. You ain't got to travel 1,300 miles to see an oak tree. You can take two seconds and it's going to pop up on your screen and uh, AR reality type thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> I think that's something that, that, that we need to look into, especially for the youth, man, because it's going to make them socially awkward, bro. Like, 
I see these kids now and they'd be like 10, 11, 12, 13. And everybody is like, it's almost like they're zombified, man. Like they they only interact to come out and get the necessities and then they go right back into that, that little world that they in or whatever game or video that they watch. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's where a lot of it's going to come from. If we don't do what we need to do as a current generation, they got the weight and the voice to say something right now. We're going to let down a generation under us because all they're going to know is what the internet is talking and what the next uh, TikTok video was. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> they wouldn't get they weren't getting real life lessons from uh, my grandfather, uh, Geechee, AKA John Taylor, Amarillo's finest. You know, that, that man, he, he instilled a lot of game and a lot of different kids and taught people about respect and morals and how to handle your business. The internet can't teach you that, man. It's just certain things that it gotta be in you. You can't learn that from the internet. No matter how many steps they give you, man, it's things that you just cannot learn. Either you born with it or you ain't. So. Well, an interesting point to that is as as detrimental as the internet has been and, and will probably continue to be because it ain't going nowhere, right? right? There is a space where it can still be a tool and a vehicle for good. I mean, similar to a lot of things that we experience in life. So, and I think that's where I see where you are playing a role into that space, right? Where we create platforms like this or you have your accounts and social media, whatnot, to to not only just feed into the monster of social media in that regard but actually like try to cut through it in a way to say yo let's 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 actually speak life let's motivate these let's motivate those who are coming across the platform coming across the screen and and show them something different and instill some of those values that might that might be lost right i mean i know we're we actually just came up on a year of being in lockdown in america for covid but right. you know, so that so there's a heightened like screen time yeah. uh, engagement with that, but still, like there is still this opportunity here to to use our platform and use our tools to shape the culture and shape the environment and what we would like to work to to continue to be to instill those uh those principles. And I see you doing that. Like you you mentioned it multiple times the the fifty days of five thousand. Um, right. And and I'm, I'm so like, what is that? What is that to you? Like, why why did you start that, or what what was the point of doing that? Um, you know, um, again, this goes shout out to my aunt and a couple of people I had around at that time. But I was just trying to find ways to to share my gift and get out the the information that just felt like it was just inside of me for years, right? Um, I always knew it was something that I needed to do before my time here ended. Hmm. I always knew it was some type of foundation that I had to set for somebody. I didn't, I didn't know I was going to have a child at that time. I didn't know who was going to come out to me, but I knew it was a foundation that I had to put down, lay in cement, and allow myself to stand on it and then pass it down from people behind me to stand on, whether that's my child, my family, or the next generation that's behind us. Um, the first day, man, I remember just jumping on the video, I was sitting in my car, and I'm like, all right, so we're going to do day one. Day one is consistency equals success. If you do this, then things will be a-okay. And I just remember going back, like, I just went and watched it the other day, and I'm like, oh, you sound like you don't even want to do this. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and it, as ironic as that sounds, like, that was probably, that was probably one of my more responded to videos. Like, people were just like, man, this is what you're doing right now? I'm like, I'm trying it out to see what's happening. Um a lot of that stuff that I put out, man, like being real with you, just trying it, it was almost like, it was almost like a video diary to myself in a sense, you know what I mean? Because even though I released it for the world to have, sometimes when I be going through things, I can go back to 50 Days of 5,000 Part 1, Day 32, and it may give me some gems that I need in 2021, and that was in 2015, 16, you see what I'm saying? Like, it was, it's timeless game, bro. So that that's what it is for me. A video diary that is 
will always be timeless. Yeah. That can surpass me, surpass my daughter, surpass her kids. And anybody that I see after the U.S. is gone, they can be like, dang, what, what, what was one of the things that made the U.S. what it was? Man, y'all heard about Big One's 50 Days of 5,000, right? He was dropping gems on that thing. He put DVDs, VHS, and he brought back the E-Drive on board, man. So, <clears throat> Yo, man, I, 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 I like what you're saying that, you know, similarly to the whole, you know, we're using these tools to help shape the culture, shape what we want to see. You're using, you know, is the, you have it on Instagram, you have it on faith on, on LinkedIn, or excuse me, on um, YouTube, where you are using these videos to inspire. But what something that you say that was key was, hey, this is your video diary. Like you, you look at it as inspiration for yourself and to remind yourself of what you need to do today and the timeless gyms that's necessary. And if anything, you know, this podcast, you know, if somebody's out there blogging or doing their own blogs out there, like, sure, there is a sense of, hey, I want to make sure that this reach a target audience and somebody that, that, that it could truly impact. But at the end of the day, this is feeding me. <laughs> like, yeah. I need this for me for sure. Because uh, right. it's going to help motivate me to keep going and to keep inspiring. And if it, if it engages another person, if they feel impacted by this as well, then, and that's a bonus, you know, and at least one other person is getting some value out of this. That's a bonus. So that's dope that, that you decided to take that step um, to do that. Cause that, that's scary. I would imagine that would be pretty scary to put yourself out there like that. Was that scary for you when you first started out? It is bro. still to this day, just because, you know, um, you set so much of a, a hot bar for yourself, you know, when you come out firing at the gates, man. And people are just loving the information that you're giving. Like, folks just want to be, they, they get magnetized to you just because of the the information that you're giving out. Like, I, I, I'm i hearing the key word through all of this, and it's, it's even giving me game as we have in this podcast, man. It's, it's all about information. It's what you're intaking. It's what you're putting into your mind and your body and your spirit. That's, that's what produces you. That's why it's a lot of people that are not physically fit hmm. or mentally fit or spiritually fit. What you do to your body and your mind and your spirit, it shows on the outside, you know what I mean? You can tell what a person been through or how they treat themselves based off of how they look. And yes, that sounds like prejudgment, but tell me I'm wrong, bro. Like you can tell the difference between a person that Maintenance is their body that is one with their mind and that's constantly feeding that self-information and spiritual positivity compared to a person that's don't give a damn about life. I don't care what they put in their body and really couldn't care about progressing themselves mentally or spiritually. Like it's a, it's a total difference, bro. And that's not putting anybody in categories, but I mean, it's common sense. You look with your two eyes and see it, man, it'll tell you. So I want to I want to flip this around on you though, man. Um, okay, hold on now, hold on now. Let me get ready. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I want to flip this around on you, man, because I feel like every time that I've ever seen your name tied into something, man, it's always been for the greater good. You know what I mean? Um, at times, I feel like just based off of the path I took before I started five thousand. Like subconsciously, I sit there and I think like damn, is this me trying to make up for the bad that I did in life? Like, do you feel the same way, man? Do you feel like what you're doing now? I'm, I'm not saying wholeheartedly, like that's the main motive behind it, right? But like somewhere in your mind or your soul, do you feel like what you're doing right now is to try to make up for the, the bad or the, the places you feel short in life? You know, yes. There's, there's a hint of that because... I would say I, I, you know, the, the grind hustle culture, right? Like I, I would probably say I grind right now to make up for time when I was self, when I was in like self doubt or, um, yeah, self doubt, didn't want to take, take risks or take action. Um, or even when, Less of, I guess the, the regret, the main regret just comes of like, dang, I should have done this years ago. <laughs> right. Like I had this thought, I had this idea, but I didn't push forward with it because like we talked about comparison, 
we talked about just our own self-consciousness of what we see, like the, the self-esteem that we have, and then the voices in our in, around us that are that were not at that place, but we were listening to heavy that shaped what our actions were. And so for me, it was like, okay, I because I don't see this around me, maybe this is not something I need to step into. Like, let me step into something that I actually can see and engage with. But now and that now I'm like, all right, now that I'm kind of feeling like I'm finding my zone, I'm in my bag a little bit. Let me let me maximize that. Let me get back to so that way I can regain the lost ground. But what yeah. I I think what what really motivates me is that you know we got kids, right? You have a daughter. I have two sons. You know, yeah, yeah. And and I I'm seeing them literally grow up in my in front of my eyes, and I'm just like, yo. I need to ground for them. Like I, I want to make sure that they see their dad, right? They see their dad going for what he wants to go for and taking risks or taking taking bold steps and and walking with them to say, this is why you should take these bold steps. This is how you do it within your own right, right? Um, right. Then on the in the background, making sure that they're set up, you know, for their future financially, you know, spiritually mentally all those things that they have that that pretty much that foundation to be able to be truly what they want to be and just the fact that you know i come in the grips with that's how death does come is going to come for us all it's inevitable so why would i want to sit would utilize this time to be like oh one day i'm going to do something for myself or whatever like no let me do let me do what i need to do today prepare to prepare just to take action death is coming and then also just set my family up for the future man so um there's a lot of the legacy i think i'm more heavy on the legacy piece than the than the history piece Uh, but but i but there's always that fact of like i want to make sure that i cover for lost ground and then my family is good and that they see their dad um doing the things that he wanted to do so that's kind of where i'm at man so let me ask you this. Um, I guess I'm gonna kind of play devil's advocate here a little bit. Um, do you want to be financially rich or uh, spiritually rich? And when I say spiritually rich, again, I'm not talking about religion, bro. I'm just talking about you being at one with yourself. Um, which one would mean more to you? Yeah. And why? I'll answer that question for you too. I'm not gonna play devil's, devil's advocate and not answer it for you. So I got you. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, you know, I'm trying my best to not live in an either or, but a both and. And the reason why is why not? <laughs> why not? Why can't I have both a, a strong or a, a really healthy spiritual uh, dynamic relationship for myself and with my family, as well as set up a, a very healthy financial state as well? Like, why can't they both coexist? And this is me. Yeah, I'm bad. I'm going through this myself as well. Right. Uh, I do know that materialistically, uh, that doesn't matter, right? The money, the car, the cars, all that kind of stuff, the house that like that's that will pass away. But the memories that my that we have with one another is going to remain, you know, as long as we're on this earth, right? And mm-hmm. so, I feel like I'm leaning heavy on. You know, how do we make sure that we maintain the memories that we have together, that I say yes to the things that really, truly matter in their lives and they're, you know, matter in my life, too. And then while I do that, I do set up some um, opportunities, some guardrails, some 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 foundations that allow us to be financially stable and that can grow, too, on the back end as well. So um, I might have skirted around the answer. But that's kind of no, you, you, like, you oh, straight up though. I yeah. dig that. Uh and I respect that, bro. Um I like that though. I like how you said the and too, you know, why can't I have both? You know what I mean? I'm that way, you know. Um in a um, I guess a wishful thinking mindset, because it's just how my mind works sometimes. Like I get to I get to thinking on reality, right? And sometimes I get too deep into reality and that's about to pull myself back sometimes and still let myself be a dreamer, man. Um, I feel like 
whenever you put yourself in a position to dominate finances, you forget why you were doing it in the first place. You forget where the organicness of the grind comes from. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But right. when you lean too far over into getting your soul rich, me personally, I don't think it's too far leaning over. And this is this is why I say that. <clears throat> because no matter what, man, every time that I suck it up and say, I'm I'm just gonna push through and, and give and give out the energy that I know I need to give out to the universe. Somebody may need this today, man. I may not have received that boomerang effect instantly, right. but when I need something the most in my life, it's just like a bag of money just landed in my lap anyway. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. the powers that be know that the mentality inside of me, I'm a go giver. I'm a hustler, man. I sell salt to a slug and I'll turn one into 12. So <laughs> I'm going to make it shake. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, regardless right. i'm gonna make that shake and that's just that's where my mindset is it's with that statement is i know when i leave here that i got way more to thumb through and count through like with the experiences and the memories that i'll be able to have in the next life and be able to you know i don't know how to afterlife work or whatever man but hopefully i can be able to get that energy back man i, I feel so much in my body back it spilled outside my body at my, at my last viewing. You know what I'm saying? When they see me, they get the last energy. Man, he he really just got his soul rich, man. And it, it'll show in the bank account. You know what I mean? Just because when you do things like that, you your blessings can't be blocked. Bro. Everybody in the world can try to block your blessings and there'll be that one little hole about that small that's going to slide right through. And you win it. You can't explain it. But that's, that's you giving back and getting your soul blessed, man. So. That's why I said I wanted to ask you first and then not just play devil advocate and let you know why I asked. You know what I'm saying? So. I, I, it's, it's fascinating because you got to, we all have to, we all are defining what our values are. And I think as early as we can define those values, we'll then be able to live them out and live within it. So yeah. being that, you know, I want to ensure that my family is is taken care of. And that, you know, that's a broad statement, right? Because taking care of yeah. many, many things. But, you know, I, I feel it's my responsibility to ensure that they know who they are, that they feel, yeah. they feel confident in who they are, that they know yeah. that they're loved, that they're valued, that have, they're taken care for um, you know, today in the present. And then also consider there are things on the back end that I can start learning and doing. And, and I'm already doing, right, that, that, that allows that, stability for them in the future and i think that's kind of what the what the joy is of of you know this day and age the time that we're living in right now and then the the joys and the woes of the internet right like we can start setting ourselves up for that kind of success um you know from a financial perspective knowing that's not everything but the the growth that it can accumulate while we are playing with our children in the backyard is phenomenal like we can do two things at once yes sir (laughs) The, and that's, and so, that's the goal, man. That's right. And so I, I think that's where there's a lot of self-reflection of, as, as you've done as well, what was my upbringing? What are the challenges that I faced? How have I processed and learned through those things? And then, you know, do I have a grasp on it on what I've gathered? And okay, now with those that we're engaging with, how do we ensure that they don't see the similar pitfalls or barriers that I experienced? How would I walk them through? those successes uh to, so that they, they can see success and then um and then help them sustain right so help them continue that success uh and so that's you know I, I always know and i would love to hear your thoughts on this too like there there's a level of like unsatisfaction that i have that i'm working through Hey, like, right. I, yeah. I, I look around, I'm like, I'm, okay, I'm cool. Like, we cool, we doing all right. But I'm still unsatisfied because I know I can always do more. Right. How do you, how do you navigate that? Do you, I feel like you're a person that is very ambitious. You go get it. You're trying to get, get after it. But what does that balance look like between pushing yourself so hard to the limit to where you exhaust yourself, and you know, and or not pushing yourself so much to where 
you don't give it your full effort. Does that make sense? Do you what's that balance like for you? Um, it does, and you know, um, I'm still fine tuning into this day, bro. Uh, sometimes I feel like I find myself on the pushing myself to the max end way more than I do not. And sometimes I feel like I give my energy to the wrong things at times because I care so much about wanting to help other people, right? Because, like, you know, just like we talked on and off camera, bro, like, I, I truly get happiness from seeing other people prosper off of the things and uh, game that I give them. Yeah. But when I sit back and I'm in these conversations and I kind of remove myself, almost like an out-of-body experience, man, and I'm listening to me, talking to me, talking to them, I'm like damn, like you, <laughs> you, you got something with you. You, you got something with you, man. Take that game and go ahead and go to the next level with it. And um, it's almost like you have epiphanies about things. You know what I'm saying? Like things that seem so complicated aren't anymore because you allowed yourself to be free. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of us are trapped by fear, uh, self doubt ourselves and what the world thing that was the biggest thing that i had to get over man was just caring about what everybody else thought like what what they eat don't make me shit what what they do don't feed my daughter you know what i'm saying it don't keep these lights on it don't tell her that she's a beautiful uh interracial woman that can be the president of the united states or go to neptune if she wanted to it doesn't do anything for me, man, because once it starts to, it takes a negative toll on your life. Right. And I feel like that's where that balance is, man. Is once you're comfortable enough with yourself to tune everything else out, you'll you'll find those sweet spots. Like you'll find that spot kind of like a happy Gilmore. You gotta go to your happy place, you know what I'm saying? Before you knock it nine hundred yards out the park. Man. Right, right. But it's timing. It's definitely time and, and being able to accept that losses are wins. Losing is winning, man. Um, there's always a win or a success within the lesson that you get from taking a loss. Mm -hmm. It teaches you not to put your hand on it, how that stove again. And it teaches you how to remap your blueprint. Um, I'm a big fan of Nipsey Hussle, man. And one thing that he always spoke on, you know, God rest his soul, uh, was reverse reverse engineering, man. Complete the plan and then work it backwards. That way you can kind of see exactly how this whole process is going to be before you even start. So when you already going through it, you're like, man, it feel like I have been here in this life before already, you know, because you didn't mentally prepare yourself. Like any of these things could happen, but I'm still standing on that. This is still me. I'm still gonna complete this plan. And that's where it's been for me nowadays, man. It's the 75 hard, it, it saved me. Um, that was that was a life changer, man. Yeah, yeah, um, explain that, explain that, and then how it changed for you. Uh, 75 hard was, or is, I shouldn't say, because it's still ongoing. Um, the guys, I can never think of his last name, it's like Andy Frisella or something like that. If I'm saying his last name wrong, we'll, we'll get it right before it's over. Yeah. But I saw one of my coworkers doing it, man, and I was just in a dark place, you know what I'm saying? Like, excuse me, I was drinking, you know what I'm saying? I'm not afraid to say that, man, because like I said, you can see my scars and it's going to be the, it's going to be the, the testimony, not the, not the thing that's going to take me down. So just listen to the testimony from it. <clears throat> I saw that and I just thought of doing myself. I'm like, I'm over here killing myself right now, physically, like literally killing myself by trying to make some pain go away about the way I feel. Rolled home, did my usual thing, put the little phone up, ran through some beats, freestyled or whatever. And then I got home and I did like a video diary. It wasn't like a video or nothing. It was just a video I did. And I'm like, man, you got to change something. Like something got to shake, bro. Like you got to get off of this because you're never going to get out of this hole. And December 31st, man, the day that everybody decided to do their thing and get loose and go party and everything, I made a choice. Told myself, this is where the change happens. This is when you start going on that unbeaten path. This is when you really get to see what you made of. Mm -hmm. 
I lost a lot of people, man. Yeah. And I'm cool with, I'm totally cool with that, right? I and try to invite people on the journey and everything. Like, man, you should go ahead and do it with me, bro. Like, see how good you can get and see how you can really not have to depend on the substance. Folks weren't trying to hear me? Cool. I like being dolo in the photo. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I got to it. <laughs> it's two 45-minute workouts a day, a gallon of water, take a, a progress picture, stick to a diet, no cheat meals, and read 10 pages of a, a, his autobiography book or a self-help book or a business book, man. First three weeks of that was hell. I can't lie to you. I was just like, man, my body ache. I feel weak all the time. I can't stay up past ten o'clock. Nothing. I'm just over here falling asleep in the book, bro. Just trying to trying to make it through the day. And as I got towards the end, man, it was just like it wasn't about the physical journey because, like, I'm down like I'm down about thirty two, thirty five pounds right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, it wasn't about the physical journey. It was about the mental change that you had to go through because that's, it's a mental grind. Like, damn, did I do this today? Oh, did I drink my gallon of water? I got to be on there. Man, what did I learn yesterday from that book? That could go with this situation right now. Oh man, my body feel way better because I put, I put that, that turkey and that chicken in my body instead of this burger from Five Guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And it's a it's a four part phase. I thought it was just the seventy five days, but when I start really looking into it, like it's four different parts, man. So you do the seventy five days, and I took a week hiatus. You know what I'm saying? I, I got my grub on. <laughs> I had to give me some wing stop, man. You know, whoever know me, man, they know I, I like wing stop for real. So I had to give me some wing stop. Had to give me strawberry soda, and get it in. But my my time starts tomorrow. Uh, you dive back in for another 30 days and you do all those tasks, but then you have to add add in taking a five minute cold shower and then doing three uh, critical power tasks that you have for yourself. So whatever those three tasks are going to your ultimate goal. So me wanting to be uh, um, a motivational influencer, uh, a life nutritionist, as I say, you know, what I'm saying giving people life nutrients. <laughs> that's that's where it's at. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's phase one. In between phase one and phase two, you got to wait 30 days. And then between phase two and phase three, you have to wait until it's 30 days before the year mark of when you first started 75 part. So the last the last portion of it will be December 1st to December 31st. And then I'll be finished. Bro. All right. All right. But you said a lot there. You said a lot there. But but the last thing let's get to the end and then we'll work backwards. But I did not realize 75 hard was not, was longer than just 75 days. Like, you know, yeah. all you see is 75 hard. And everybody got the, the skull and crossbones and the cracking off the days. I'm like, all right, that's dope. You know, people getting their workouts in. But yeah. this, like, it's a, it's a year long process. And, and it's a, it's a lifestyle change. Honestly, like it's, it's bigger than just the 75 challenge. Because as you stated, it's a lifestyle change that goes beyond the you know you're breaking old habits you're breaking old mindsets you're building the new ones um and that's bettering your mind your heart and your soul uh towards a better future and that's that's dope bro that's dope and yeah we can go on for that but like the perseverance that you again like i, I sense that quite a bit in your journey of just like that you gotta you are determined and will to persevere past the change past the difficulty past the past the trauma um, or past like that that physical pain that you have man and uh what that's wild <laughs> i don't know i'm just saying i'm just saying that's wild bro and i props to you for for taking that leap and doing it and doing you said dolo in the photo man you you can drop in all kinds of one-liners I, I, i'll tell you that's the that's that that's that southern vernacular man i was look, i grew up with hustlers pimps and players name like that's that's in the bloodline that's in the vernacular you know what i'm talking about so <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's a beautiful journey though bro like it, as much as i i, I really took it personally I really took it personally as far as the growth and development that I saw, man. And just when I researched on it, everything just felt right. Like by the end of this, you know, the powers that may be God willing. And I always like to say when, not if, you know what I mean? So you know it's coming to you. 
when this is all done, man, I would like to sit down with the creator, you know what I mean? And just chop game with him and do what we doing right now. Cause just listen to his podcast and you know, the way he writing the way that he carries himself as a man, like I think it'd be a dope conversation because he's very, very blunt. He's very, very outspoken. And he that's what that's how he gets his thrill, man. Like he he wanna see other people do good. You know, he like to shine the light on other people when they they making their changes and going through their journey. So that's one of the major things and you know, getting uh getting some time to sit down and talk with Eric Thomas too, man. Like those are two of my I would say top five things that I got on my bucket list as far as, you know, big wigs don't want to sit down and chop game with them, for real. That's what's up. Hey, man. Not if, but when. I love it. Yeah. Not you know what I'm saying? But when. So, so as we, as we turn the corner here a bit to, towards the tail end of this, I, I do, I do kind of want to talk about that, what that future holds for you. You know, big one hanging out, out here. Uh, you you are, have continued to make those gradual steps towards bettering your life for you, for your daughter, uh, as well as making the uh, strategic steps towards influencing, you know, those around you in the way, in your actions, how you carry yourself, how you show up in the world, how you show up online. Uh, you made a comment of wanting to be a motivational speaker, motivational professional out here in these spaces. Um, what does that look like? Like, how do you, what, if you were to say, yo, in five years, this is, this is what I would want to have accomplished with, with my trajectory, my career, with what I want to do. What does that look like for you? <clears throat> yeah, man, put it down. Let's say it. Let's go. Don't look <laughs> back on this. We're going to look back on this and be like, hey, man, big one. He, he said he was going to do this. Um, Seven flagship stores in all seven continents, man. I know Antarctica might be far fetched, you know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, when I have it my way, man, just a flagship store in every continent of the world, you know, and it might have a different language. You got different people working in there, different managers running the spot or whatever it may be. But there will always be one consistent mantra feed your positivity. So all of your negativity, man. That's a worldwide message, bro. Just like they say, weed is universal. That is true, bro. Because it ain't nobody in the world that can say hello, Ganichiwa, Ola, whatever language you speak, man. People want good vibes in their life, dog. People want to be able to find a way to, you know, get to the point that they want to be. And it requires good vibes and uh, hard work, man. It ain't no shortcuts to this. <laughs> that's the thing everybody wants these get rich quick schemes and want to scam folks and uh do the do the butt list and drink the tummy tea and all this extra stuff man where 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 the where the 3 a.m workouts at where the 11 37 writing at where the where the time and brainstorming where ain't nobody else around and you done came up with the million dollar plan oh free game free game to you i'm gonna have you check this out free game to me you've been giving free game all day <laughs> Look, nah, this is this is a serious one, bro. I want you to tap into this, man. All right, all right. Um, I read it and uh, <sighs> Think Rich, Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He was talking about old oh boy, uh, the preacher that had the million dollar sermon. I'm on the journey for my million dollar sermon right now, man. And it may be $213,567.46. You know, just give or take, little some, little some. But I'm on the journey for that, man. I know that the conversation that I have with somebody, the same way that everybody like talking to me, which I'm totally cool with. I don't, I don't get no big head off of. I'm rooted to the earth. I'm a humble dude. But I know one of these conversations one day, I'm gonna run into the right person, man, that's just as humble as me, but maybe more well off than me or in a position to help me get well off. And they see the vision, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> that million dollar sermon thing, like it blew my mind, bro. Cause I'm sitting there thinking like, this dude worked on this for like two, three years straight. Told himself he was gonna make it happen within like two weeks. He going to the sermon, forget the whole sermon he wrote. And just because he was that bought into his own process, a person that had his key at the other end felt him and was magnetized to his plan. 
and made his wildest dreams come true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know why that hit me so hard, bro. But ever since then, I just I've been on it. Like I've been, <laughs> I just been putting it together, man. Because I know I'm gonna come in touch with somebody, man. They just gonna be like, yeah, yeah. We need to, <laughs> we need to do this before it, you know it gets stale. And I'm like, I'm, I'm with it. Like you say, set something up for the babies, man. Look, I'm trying to set something up for uh, 13 generations down the line. So they can be talking about, you know, we was talking about Pappy Big One. and He did his thing with 5,000. It was in the Stone Ages, but we can watch it right here on this projector in the stars now. Yeah, it's going down. They ain't going to see your boy up there with the name. So, just, you know, leaving a legacy, man. So they can always have your name through when they think of positive things. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You're on every continent. You're you're selling you're selling positivity, whether it's in the form of shirts, wristbands, messages, books, what have you, man. You're out here, you know, giving giving that type of a that type of a relationship and dynamic to other people. And then even just like what I appreciate the fact is like you've been thinking about this quite a bit. I imagine you're writing this stuff down. You're making it clear. You continue to clarify and fine tune it just so that you're ready. So when the time does come uh, where, you know, the time does come for somebody to help support you in this, but you're not necessarily waiting for that. Right. Like, I don't I, I don't get the sense that you're like, yo, I'm just going to hold on to this. And then right when I find that person, I'm going to share it right there. It's like, no, you're constantly using it. You're sharing it. You're, you're living it. I was like a living, breathing document and because it's you. And usually hey. to 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 in you know somebody gonna come across that line, man. And that's, that's hey. gonna bring it to hey, like like Pim C say, man, study long, study wrong, baby. Like you can't sit there uh studying the test and you think ain't nobody finna get that opportunity, bro. Like I don't know. Like I always I always believe that, you know, conversation rule the nation. That's what I grew up on. That's one of the things that all the even though I'm Listen, and the pimps, players, the hustlers, and dealers, or whatever it may be, that's the one thing that always stood out to me, man. Conversation ruled a nation because that one conversation could be life changing or life detriment, depending on how you, you know, take the information and roll with it. So that's what it's all about. If you don't have that conversation, though, you'll never know. Look, y'all, you're going to see a 5,000 book of affirmations coming out here real soon because if you haven't heard any, <laughs> All the affirmations, all the all the wisdom, all the all this the the not just one line is just to sound cool, but actual like principles that you can grasp that you can take with you and carry forth to say, yo, this is gonna be my mantra to to motivate me out of this darkness or into the next step or continue to progress towards this life, uh, leaving this legacy, doing what we are being gifted to do in this earth, man. Uh, it's 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 here. You know, we just got a taste of it on this podcast, man. So, Juan, I appreciate you hopping on. And I know you got more of this out there in the world, man. So where can people find you to continue to get more of that motivation, more of that 50 Days of 5,000 and that love that you continue to spread in this world? Um, anything social media was 5,000 is life. You know, it wouldn't be right if it wasn't light. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta give it to him, baby. Nah, uh, everything is five thousand is life. You know, anything you can find me on is Juan Harvey. Big Juan, I'm out of it, man. I mean, the voice that I got, you can't miss me, and the game that I dropped, you can't hear me. You only can see me and feel me. So, man, I'm telling you, bro. Like, I know you got to Okay, you say you freestyling. You got an album out there somewhere. You got you got a couple, couple songs out there. <laughs> Don't don't so, lie. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, remember I told you uh I was gonna do something for you organic on the spot, right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um this is a song uh, it's called uh Redemption. Okay. I give you the first verse from it. It's already recorded. I just gotta put it out. Oh, uh, snap! It's, exclusive for the OTM listeners. Big one out it's, here. It's give time. It it's time. time. Let's go. I give it to you, acapella man. It's same. Life ain't the same since G and A and Kia passed. No emotions, just floating on this beaten path to success. So we turn a risk. Either way, I'm going out, ripping Amarillo, Texas for a check. I go wait. 
keep the fam fed, plot the funeral and all, thinking 10 steps ahead, never know this last day. I gotta get this bread, I'll 5,000 off the phones and the music in my head. My dupes got lupus, sis got diabetes. Excuse me if my pockets seem a little bit greedy. Baby sis need me to set a good example, create my own recipe, not another sample. If I got the chance to write my wrongs, I do it all day. While still writing all my wrongs, through these songs in my zone. When I'm alone, God talk to me. Son, all you gotta do is let me take the lead. Gave me chills, cause I heard it through my own voice right then and there. Knew I had to make the choice, take the leap or live scared. Since then, I ain't looked back. Promised myself this lack would upgrade to make back and stash that. Hold up. Okay. Okay. Sounds like. Sounds like. Sounds like. Just, you know. I thought I'd throw that out there one time. All right, man. <laughs> so you said that's recorded. That means that it's going to yeah. be dropped soon. Yeah, it'll come out soon. Um, I got like this little three-part series I'm going to do before I do uh, 5,000 Division of Tape. It's almost like a, um, a trilogy, trilogy, excuse me, in a sense. Just so y'all can see the growth process, of the music and what it really was. This last one, though, man. Let's just say it's me versus me mm-hmm. visually on these on these songs. And the last one, I got a movie for y'all, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got a movie for y'all, man. Hey, look, I got to get you in there too somewhere, man, for real. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get you in there somewhere too, man, for real. Hey, let me just say my rapping days never started. And, you know, don't don't put me on no track. No, not, not rapping. No, not a- <laughs> no. <laughs> Because your boy, I tried. I tried, man. I, there, there, there have been days where I try to write rhymes in a notebook, you know, because, you know, I'll, I'll be like, all right, let me see what I can do. Um, right. Yeah, nah, man, not like that. But yeah, let, let's link up. Let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can do. But that's fire, man. All right, that's dope. That's dope that you, you're doing that. It, you got to. You got to do that. I just I gotta I gotta get it like seven, eight different ways, man. I was always taught one stream of income ain't gonna fill the bucket up. Somebody poke a hole in it, man, they stuck, you know what I'm saying? So right. I need a whole river, ocean, and some, you know what I mean? <laughs> look, look, I got a baby giant over here, bro. She four and she wear clothes like she eight. So by the time she eight, that means she's gonna be sixteen. So I gotta stay ahead of the curve and the street. So <laughs> My uh, boy, right? He like, he like, I ain't never heard nobody like this, and there'll never uh, be another was, one again, baby. And if I have, it's been a minute, bro. But I appreciate the fact that you know, I'm glad I'm happy we connected, bro. I'm happy we connected prior to this. Um, team to stay connected. I'm excited for just your, you know, your growth, your journey, your your ability to step into these spaces and and provide this positivity, man. And that's that. You know, that that's bigger than you and and you're wanting to be bigger than you and i uh, am yeah, that's why i'm i'm engaged with this this is dope and i'm happy that the that the listeners got an opportunity to get in touch with you i'm gonna be sure to drop all your content in the show notes man so people can get in contact with you man and um you know get you get you plugged in get you out here to speak get you out here to continue to provide this positive energy man because we need it we need it in this world Oh, one more thing, man. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. I hope, I hope, I hope you viewers out there, man, don't think this the one and only. We gonna have part one through fifty-seven on you boys, man. Y'all gonna be like, hey, these dudes might as well just go ahead and get a TV show because we could drop gems. On <laughs> the gems will continue to come, y'all. I'm telling you. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited to get you out here, bro. But yeah, big one, man, one Harvey. Thank you for being on the show, man. I really do appreciate it. Nah, I appreciate you taking your time and letting me have a chance to step on the platform, man, and show the world we'll be back. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. Yes, sir.